the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Fellow redeemed, Jesus declares to you this day, I am the Good Shepherd. And this declaration shouldn't come as a surprise to you. The pages of Holy Scripture are filled with a number of shepherds. Abel was a keeper of sheep, offering up to God the firstborn of his flock. Jacob herded the the sheep of his father-in-law Laban. Moses kept the flock of his father-in-law Jethro. David tended the sheep of his father before he was chosen to be king. And the prophet Amos was among the shepherds of Tekoa. And these are only just a few of the shepherds throughout the pages of Holy Scripture. And yet when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, he isn't claiming just to be any old shepherd. With these words, Jesus is declaring he's the great I am. That is, God himself. With these words, he's declaring that he's the promised shepherd. The one the prophet Ezekiel wrote of. You heard in our Old Testament for this morning. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord. I will seek the lost. And I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak. And the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And he set forth the means by which which he shows himself to be the good shepherd. Namely, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Now, does that sound strange to you? Does a shepherd actually lay down his life for the sheep? Well, he certainly does more than a hired hand, right? He who is a hired hand, not a shepherd... Who doesn't own the sheep sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. The hireling doesn't hang around to fight the wolf. He doesn't get paid that much to risk his life. And so he flees. He cares nothing about the sheep. But when it's a shepherd and the sheep belong to him, it's different. When the shepherd sees the wolf coming, he stands and fights the thing off if he can. And yet notice that Jesus doesn't say the good shepherd fights for the sheep. No. Instead, he says the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. This means Jesus the good shepherd dies so that his sheep are safe, and may live. And this sounds crazy, doesn't it? One shepherd is worth more than any number of sheep. Human life is more important than an animal's life, right? Certainly human beings die for other human beings, and yet what human being would die for a lowly sheep? There's a reason why man is often depicted as sheep throughout the pages of Scripture. It's because sheep like to stray 
from the flock. They easily wander and get lost. And so they're an accurate picture of you and me. Because of sin, we turn away from God. We run off. We get lost. And we're unable to find our way back to the fold. Apart from God and his word, we blindly follow the cares of this world. So we would do well to repent. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, as the prophet Isaiah writes. The wolf in this, picture, this passage isn't just the devil hunting down an innocent flock. The wolf is also the wages of sin that's on the hunt to destroy the sheep who are burdened with sin and guilt. It's not a question of if death is going to happen, but when will it happen? Death is inevitable. And yet, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He dies for sheep that love to wander, as we sang during the season of Lent. Christ lays down his life as if the wolf were coming for him. As if Christ had death and condemnation coming to him. As if Christ were the sinner. And why does he do this? It's because something has to die. The wages of sin is death. And the sinful flesh easily thinks that there has to be another way out, that God doesn't need to punish us, that Christ doesn't have to die, and yet the good shepherd doesn't pretend that everything's fine. He doesn't sweep it underneath the rug. He knows that eternal death and damnation is what we deserve because of sin. He sees what damnation would do to us. He says the wolf snatches them. Scatters them. Without Christ, the deadly wolf seizes the sinful sheep with his teeth, rips them up, terrifies, kills, scatters them. And you could see this, can't you? Each of the sheep running away, crying helplessly. And yet, God saw it all coming for you. In the person of Jesus, he stepped forward to save you. He didn't run and hide. He willingly went to the cross for you. He says, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. He was seized. He was ripped up by those teeth, which are the sins that he bore in his own body. The shepherd over all the universe was killed on the cross to take sin's wages for the sheep. It's what St. Peter wrote. You heard it today. He himself bore our sin in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. And yet, God be praised, we don't have a dead shepherd. 
Jesus says, I lay down my life that I may take it up again. Risen from the grave, the voice of the good shepherd goes out through his word, through the preaching of the gospel, through the sacraments. And the shepherd's voice goes out because the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The good shepherd's voice goes out to those who were scattered. He says this, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, that they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, And one shepherd. Fellow redeemed, the good shepherd says to you today, I laid down my life on the cross for you. He says, I know my own. Calling you by name. In the waters of holy baptism, there he washed away the dirty stains of your sin. He rescued you from death and the devil and brought you into his flock, that is, the church. And in the pasture of his church, the good shepherd prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies of sin and death and the devil. He leads you to his altar to feed you, to nourish you, to restore your soul with the goodness of his body and his blood. The same body and blood that he sacrificed on the tree of the cross for you. And in the pasture of his church, not only does your good shepherd protect you from the ravenous wolves, He also guards you from the heat of anxious doubt and worries of this life. In the same way, a faithful shepherd drives his sheep under a cool, shaded tree. Oh, redeemed, Jesus is the good shepherd. He purchased each and every single one of us, his sheep, at a great expense through his death on the cross. He gloriously feeds us and nourishes us. He leads us with great care and brings us safely into his fold. And since the Lord who has everything, who's given us everything, forgiveness, life, and salvation, we, his sheep, lack nothing at all. And so throughout the length of days, Thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever. God be praised. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.